welcome to the Awakened Amethyst podcast with your host, Reve Silo. This is a podcast to help you awaken your senses, charge your intuition, so you can start manifesting the life of your dreams. Here we go. Hello, my beautiful soul friends. Welcome to the very first episode of the Awakened Amethyst podcast. I am Reve and I am the Awakened Amethyst. You might ask yourself, what is the Awakened Amethyst? Well, that is my highest self name. It is the name that makes me feel the most powerful, highest version of me, It's the name that when I think of it, I think she is just a boss bitch. She is spiritual. She is aligned. She is a manifesting master. Some of it is, you know, things that I feel currently about myself and some of it is what I'm calling in. But isn't that always the version, you know, the meaning of our highest self version? Um. So this podcast, I'm going to be talking about my spiritual journey, um, my life journey, how I came to come up with the name The Awakened Amethyst, what started it all, um, my journey into being a life coach, a business owner, having my Etsy shop, creating jewelry, um... And yeah, so much other fun stuff along the way. Um, At some point, I would like to start having some guests on. I have some really beautiful people in my life that I would love to share their stories and, uh, you know, their journeys as well. I guess I can start a little bit by telling you my story. So I live in Connecticut. I've lived here my whole life. And, um, yeah, when I was a kid, my parents filed for bankruptcy, filed for foreclosure. Um, we moved out of our house, moved in with my grandfather. A couple years later, my parents divorced and it was just my mom raising my sister and I, you know, doing the best that she could. And we were in dancing school and other stuff after school and, I just never really noticed, you know, that I only had one parent because my dad kind of bounced, um, kind of shaped, you know, my adult life a lot, having to grow up so early and be a big sister and, you know, that meme that's always like when your mom asked you to take take the chicken out of the freezer and you forgot, (laughs) it's like so relatable because that always was me. Um, you know, having to help do stuff like that, clean the house, help my sister with homework, do my own homework. As a teenager, I spent a lot of time with my friends, just kind of living my life and started to get a little bit boy crazy and had some, um, you know, some good and bad experiences with dating, but I didn't really know much about relationships because the relationship model that I did have from my parents wasn't great. I don't remember them really getting along like ever. Um, Very rarely here and there. My mom did not date 
while we were growing up. Um, she didn't want to bring, you know, a man in and have another adult telling her how to raise her kids. She didn't want to have people coming in and out of our lives. And I always respected that. But, you know, unfortunately, I never saw how a relationship is supposed to look. And that, you know, that greatly affected how I went into relationships. So some of my first experiences weren't great, but, um, you know, and they've really shaped, shaped the way that I would go forward in some of my earlier adult relationships as well. Um, I'm sure some of this might sound relatable to some of you. You know, the first real adult relationship that I had, I was in a very low place in my life, um, struggling with self-esteem, some family issues, some personal issues. And I had reconnected with someone from my past who was a friend of mine, but I always knew they were kind of trouble. Um, and started spending more time with them. Eventually it turned into a relationship and it very quickly turned into a verbally abusive relationship, putting me down, insulting me, making fun of me, you know, my weight, my looks, things like that. And then it escalated into a physically abusive relationship. And I didn't know how to get out of it. I didn't know how to tell anybody that this was happening. I didn't know how to handle it, basically. And there were a lot of other things going on in my life at the time. So I just stayed in this. And when the relationship ended, I was left with nothing, literally nothing. Um, these are all things that we can dig into much, much deeper in later episodes as this podcast goes on. But it was a turning point in my life. When you're finally at rock bottom, you're left with nothing. You've given all you have to the wrong person. And you're finally free from that. The good thing is, is that it's only up from there. But you don't always see it that way, you know, in the moment. And there was a lot of days that I spent wondering why I stayed in the relationship, why I surrounded myself with the type of people that I surrounded myself with, why I allowed certain things in my life, and just started asking myself a lot of questions, reflecting on the way that I grew up, how it affected my, you know, my adult life, how it would shape my life going forward. And I did not want to end up as one of those people that was always playing the woe is me, the sad card, you know, everything always happens to me. Why do these things always happen to me? Poor me, feel bad for me. You know, I did that for a while and I just listening to myself sometimes, I'm like, girl, you sound annoying. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and you know, the more I asked myself these questions, I realized that if I sat 
and really thought about it, I could get some answers and was meditating without realizing right away that I was meditating. Once I learned more about meditation and journaling, I would set aside time to sit in meditation. I started journaling. I started therapy, which was a huge help. Um, you know, talking to someone and expressing things that happened in my life and having a professional explain to me, you know, why certain things might have been affecting from my earlier life, why they might have been affecting me now as an adult. And it was very insightful. From that, um, you know, I gained some tools from therapy that I was able to move forward with and definitely found a lot of benefit from it. I started to realize that when I was sitting in these meditations and journaling these things, more thoughts were coming to me and I couldn't explain it at the time, but you know, the more I did it, the more I came to realize that these were essentially downloads from the universe that I was receiving that were telling me what I needed to do next on my path. What was going to keep moving me forward? What was going to take me to the next level? Because I knew that I was meant to be doing more with myself and I was meant to achieve more. And I was meant to, you know, just, just grow more and vibrate higher and just get on a higher plane. And I, I knew that it was all for me, but I didn't know how I would get there. And the more I sat in meditation, the more I realized it. And the more I did this, and the more I raised my own internal vibration, my own internal frequency, just started to radiate higher. I started to cancel out a lot of noise, you know, around me. I started to notice a lot of the people that I surrounded myself with, the job that I had, the car that I was driving, the place that I lived. What about all of that did I want to or need to change? And I started to change things. I started to notice that some of the people I was around talked more about each other and other people instead of things and life and growth and deep conversations, things that I wanted to be talking about. I noticed that the job I had wasn't fulfilling anymore. I woke up every day and just felt like I was on autopilot. Wake up, put on suit, drive to work, sit in office for eight hours, drive home, take off suit, go to gym. That's how I felt, just like a little robot version of me. The car that I was driving, I had been driving for 11 years and it was so beat up and I just told myself like, well, it runs, it's fine, right? Because I grew up poor. I grew up being told, you know, if it's broke, don't fix it. It, it runs, so what's the problem? You don't need something new. Why would you want things? And I, you know, I grew up kind of almost being shamed sometimes for wanting things, having wants, wanting nice things. When I started to make my own money and buy myself nice things, you know, I would get some 
some backlash for it sometimes. So the more I, you know, started this higher vibration, started this journey, this spiritual journey, and reaching my higher level of self, I realized it was okay to have something a little newer, something a little nicer. And just from setting the intention and telling myself that I was worthy of having a better job, a job that paid more, a job that made me happy, a job that felt more fulfilling, a car, a car that when I got into, I wasn't embarrassed, a car that I knew was safe. I would get into my car some days when I started this manifestation. And again, this is another story for another time, but I would get into my car and I would start my car and I would hold the steering wheel and I would close my eyes and I would picture myself in the exact car that I wanted. I would feel, and I had cloth and everything and the car was old. I would get in and I would feel, you know, the leather on the seats, the brand new leather around the steering wheel. I would imagine how comfortable it was in my new car. Sometimes I would even get in and I would start the car and I I would go rum, 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 rum. <laughs> because I wanted a sportier car. And, you know, I started to manifest and realize the exact car that I wanted. I wanted a white Acura ILX. I wanted black leather interior and I wanted black rims. And when I was test driving cars the dealership that I went to had that exact car on their lot and I thought no way so I said can I test drive that and they're like of course so I get in I start the car and it felt exactly how I wanted it to feel long story short I did not end up getting that car it's a story for a different day but it was for a good reason but the reason I'm telling you all this is to kind of explain that Within 30 days of me telling myself that I wasn't accepting anything that didn't match my vibration any longer, I got a new job, I got a new car, I put a down payment and was ready for a new apartment, and started changing some of the people that I spent time around. And all of these changes were so scary at the time but they made me nerve-sided they were I was nervous and excited right you know that feeling you get when you're like I know that this is for me I know that I should be doing this but I'm so nervous but it's so exciting that's when you know to just jump just take the leap and jump because you will always be supported in something that is meant for you As my coach, Melissa, tells me, jump and let the net appear. Because when it's meant for you and you take that jump, the net will appear some way or another and you will be supported. And I was so supported. So many beautiful things came into my life when I stopped worrying so much about how I would get there. I just knew this is what I'm meant for. This is what I need to do. And I did it. And then from there, from that you know, those manifestations coming true. I had the confidence to start the Awakened Amethysts, my Etsy shop and my Instagram and start sharing my love of crystals and other spiritual modalities with people online. 
and connected with some really, really incredible people that I knew I was calling in to be part of my soul fam. I became a life coach, which is was one of my biggest goals for a long time. So, yeah, a lot of great things can happen, you guys. As long as you know that you're capable and you know that it's meant for you, just do it. Don't worry about how it's going to happen, how you'll get there, the money it'll cost, who it's going to affect. Just worry about you and what's for you. And it will always, always, always be for you. So that's pretty much the quick version of my story. There are lots of little life lessons and lots of little stories that I can go into from that. And I will because they're really important. And I know that um, a lot of people will resonate with them. And I know that they really help to just share that insight as to how I got to be where I am today. You know, the things that shaped me into the person that I am today. The people that shaped me into the person that I am today. This was my first episode. (laughs) It's so weird, but so exciting. By the way, a podcast, totally nerve-sighted. So I knew I had to do it. So here I am. I hope you guys will tune in. I will have new episodes for you every Monday going forward. Um... And yeah, I will talk to you on Monday. Have a beautiful rest of your day and see you again next time. Love you. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Amethyst podcast. If you like what you heard, I would be so grateful for you to leave a five-star review. And if you enjoyed it, make sure to share it with a friend. If you're listening on social media, post the picture, tag me so that I can see it and share it as well. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube at The Awakened Amethyst. Thank you. Talk to you next time.